to all of our phenomenal viewers, listeners, and supporters. I am your host, Billy Gutierrez, and I am excited to be here. If you are a new audience member, we are so grateful to have you. Welcome to another episode of Connected, where we discuss all things mental health, recovery, employment, and stories. Before we get started, this episode is sponsored by Contra Costa Behavior Health Services and John Muir. In this episode, we'll explore the young adult program offered here at Connections House. Our guest today is a longtime friend of mine, Sacramento State graduate, and holds a BA in sociology. He is the young adults coordinator for the clubhouse and will give some expertise on what it entails, how he's navigating it, and the things he's doing to further develop the program. Let's give a warm welcome to my homie, Manuel Lopez. Nice, man. Thank you. It's, thank you for the introduction. It's, it's great to be here and be a part of this podcast. Yeah, man. It's good to see a, a longtime friend just be on the podcast and, and have, <clears throat> working together on the day-to-day and uh, experiencing our uh work journey together and within this mental health field um how you feeling today you know I'm, I'm feeling pretty good you know i'm i'm really uh grateful for the opportunity to speak on behalf of the young adult program and share um kind of what we're doing with the clubhouse and ways that we're developing our program and um just kind of really excited for the for the new year coming and um to just share that with the clubhouse and the young adult program of course you know um <clears throat> excuse me, being two young adults within this podcast, um, especially in the mental health field, how are you yourself, Manny, um, taking care of yourself and your mental health? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great question. You know, I feel like we, we really have to take care of ourselves first before we, you know, indulge in our work and, and give our 100%. Um, one of the things I'm really focusing on right now is really taking care of my physical health which um, also assists and helps with my mental health, of course, and my mental well-being. Um, just, you know, trying to get really dialed into a routine. I used to be very, like, routine-based, and right after college, that kind of just went out the window with my prior job because um, I was in retail, so I kind of did, like, you know, scheduling was all over the place, so that kind of broke my routines. But definitely, since I have some um, um, structure here, I can create some routines, which is really helping out with my mental health mm. and taking care of myself that way. What specifically though? Like, what do you like, you do any like facial cleanses, you go to the gym? Yeah. You... <laughs> oh, so yeah. Like, you know, I've, I've been definitely, uh, you know, doing a lot of gym in the early morning before I come to work, um, taking care of like, yeah, like personal hygiene, you know, doing like little face routine stuff and, you know, just staying on top of that, scheduling my dentist appointments and my doctor's appointments. So really just, you know, adulting, adulting mm. this year and, and taking care of myself. Talk about your journey, uh, to where you are now yeah so um you know ever since i was like in high school and um coming up and getting established and what i wanted to do uh, i just knew i wanted to do something that involved helping people or giving back especially to my community um that was like one of my big factors i actually wanted to become um a counselor but then you know I did like a lot of research and found out, you know, it's not the best paying job. So then I was convinced to go into physical therapy and, you know, I kind of like conditioned myself to say, you know, well, that is helping people, you know, physically. Um, Long story short, I took a a biology class. Um, The first semester I took, I got a D plus. Second one, I got an F. So, um, yeah, usually you're supposed to improve in those situations. Unfortunately, (laughs) it didn't work out like that for me. Um, But that's kind of what I had like uh, 
you know, that's when I, I realized that, you know, maybe I should continue what my passion was, which was to give back to people. Um, so I switched my major over to sociology where I learned a lot of stuff pertaining, you know, our social climate and, you know, our environment, our demographic and like just different things and um, kind of the way the world is structured today and um, the events that shape that. Um, and right after I got out of college, um, I did like a little summer job to hold me over until I got established in a career. Mm -hmm. Um that summer job turned into like a two-year job um but uh before my grandmother passed she she told me that she really wanted me to put my degree to use because i didn't go to school for five years to not mm. put it to use mm -hmm. so um you know i made sure to apply to some nonprofit organizations and actually um one of the first ones that got back to me was here at the connections house and that's how nice. i got situated here it's beautiful yeah um i've seen um the other day you were wearing a, a pit football shirt and like how you say you want to give back to your community. Have you, in what ways have you gave back to your community in, in terms of like, cause I know growing up you were uh, uh, a football player mm -hmm. in high school. So it's cool to see you kind of just give back to your community, your high school. And like, what do you do there? Do you give any, like, yeah. What do you yeah, do? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm reestablishing that connection with that, with, with our old high school um the main way i've been doing that is definitely becoming a little bit more involved with the football program again like you said I, I played football so a lot of the coaches that are there um and the staff are familiar and know who i am and um, they're still over there so um any time i can get over there and you know help out with you know uh recently we just assisted with the banquet the football mm, the football mm -hmm, banquet mm -hmm. so um i was just helping out and helping the kids out there and um it's really you know it's a really rewarding thing to kind of you know just realize that you know i was i was just in that position not that long yeah. ago and now i'm on kind of the other side and kind of in a more like position to be able to you know talk to other people and let them know about the clubhouse and even our young mm -hmm. adult program for yeah, people yeah. who don't know what they want to do after school or um might have a benefit coming to our clubhouse in the young adult program mm. that is a perfect segue into my next question what is the young adult program yeah so the young adult program is a program here at the clubhouse where our members who are 18 uh, all the way up until they're 36, get to participate in programming um, that appeals to that age demographic. And um, a lot of things that we do is we have regular scheduled meetings. We go on outings together. Um, we also are starting to incorporate some fundraising opportunities um, within our program to help pay for other expenses and outings and um, resources that we might need for our program. And... Um, it's a great way for young adults to kind of come in and get connected and kind of um, build a sense of family or community mm. here at the clubhouse. Being a new uh, staff member, because you've been working here for about how long, like nine, nine yeah, months or so? Yeah, about nine months. Um, <clears throat> when I first came here, I, I thought I was going to be in my own lane of you know, the multimedia unit. You know, mm -hmm. I'd, I would just uh, just take photos, take videos and just post it. Right. But throughout the months that I was here, oh, I'm actually working register in Pat's place. Oh, yeah. I'm helping you guys take stuff out, out of the van. I am, um, I'm leading the meetings or like the morning meetings mm -hmm. uh, within the dream unit. And like <clears throat> the club, like as throughout my time here, I've learned more about the clubhouse model and it's not so much of a, what's it called? Patriarchy or? Yeah, uh, hierarchy. Hierarchy, sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Hierarchy, it's more of just like, everyone working together towards a common goal and 
you being new here, um, how did you adjust to that? And um, <clears throat> what are some what are some of the excuse me what are some of the challenges that you faced during your time here, mm-hmm. and what are you doing currently to to face or overcome those challenges? Yeah, um, the same the same kind of stuff you were you were kind of had issues with um, at first too was similar to my experience. Um, I came completely new to the clubhouse world. Um, I had no idea what a clubhouse was or um, how it functioned, even during my interview process where some of the members were giving me some like information about what the clubhouse does and, you know, just bits and pieces. It was still hard for me to kind of wrap my head around, you know, the structure and how it actually operates. Um, It's still kind of confusing, but um, I definitely think that being here for some time uh, helped me really become enlightened on how... um, important this place really is because it's a great place where you know again like you said there's no hierarchy you're able to kind of just come in for the day and get situated wherever you can fit in and um, help your unit to the best of your ability and work in collaboration with other members or staff members as well Um, there's no sense of like you know hierarchy and someone always telling you what to do Um, with that said coming from you know like retail experience or other traditional jobs you know you usually have that sense of hierarchy where you yeah. just you know report to your manager or report <clears throat> to your boss who gives you your like daily task and stuff so in a way it was hard for me to kind of like grasp that concept here with that you know you don't really have to report to a boss um you are really just working again in collaboration with members to achieve a common goal for the the unit or the work that is being done within the clubhouse which i think is great um so yeah, it was it was definitely a learning curve. Um, it took some getting used to, but I feel like I'm I'm doing pretty good with understanding that concept, yeah. and and it's working out. Um, some other things that I'm working on to actually um, continue to grow in this facility is again like um, taking on responsibilities like helping out with the young adult program, and um, we also try to really implement that there within the young adult program. So when we have our unit meetings or our young adult program meetings. Um, our young adults are free to, you know, give any suggestion that they can. And really how I fit into that equation is that, you know, I feel like I'm just kind of like take all the information and all the suggestions and kind of work with our um, executive director and kind of find, you know, how can we make this possible to better the young adult program and really mm-hmm. serve as kind of like a, a middleman to kind of communicate these things of the young adults needs and how we could accomplish them um, within our clubhouse. Yeah. And then, with during your time as a young adult coordinator, what have you what have you learned about yourself personally? Yeah, so um, being in the position I am um, definitely helped me become a better learner. You know, I had to definitely learn how to really listen and, and advocate for our young adults' needs. You know, if there's some a particular outing they want to do or a certain way they want to do things, to really grasp that and um, put that first, and really trying to find how we can make it work for our young adults and um, definitely becoming a better learner. Um, that's by far probably the biggest thing that I think I've, I've worked on. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think for me, what I've learned about, you know, myself as a young adult is definitely learning how to communicate and I'm still working on that uh, skill and learning how to listen to uh, our young adults too. And just in terms of like, you know, trying to relate to them and, and, you know, just making sure that they're all good and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, so far what from what I've seen and when, from what I hear from other young adults, they appreciate your time here, appreciate, you know, your um, 
presence and the relationships that you're building around there. So I got to commend you for that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So moving on, switching gears. Um, obviously, uh, being a nonprofit, right? There's <clears throat> not a lot of resources or money. And so you have to do a lot of fundraising and Correct. Um, a lot of planning and trying to find the little, like, what can we do to make this better? So like mm. in a perfect world, right? If you had all the money or and or the resources in the world, what would you do to uh, improve or change uh, the young adult program? Yeah, that's a you know that's a great question. Um, one of the main things that I've had my eye on or has been in my ear for some time um, was definitely try to find a way where we can implement some sort of young adult exchange with other clubhouses. Um, mm. And again, clubhouses span all over the world. Um, and this doesn't necessarily have to be something where we're going to other countries and stuff, but maybe definitely start domestically within our, um, you know, even our own state um, and eventually venturing out to other states. But I really think exposing our young adults to different environments and different demographics is a really great opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. And it really builds uh, independence as well. So, for example, giving a young adult who's, you know, only been exposed to California or just, you know, our Bay, the Bay Area, you know, giving them the opportunity to travel to places like to a clubhouse in Hawaii, a clubhouse in Utah, mm -hmm. clubhouse in New York, you know, that's huge. And that's really, really um, exciting to think that, OK, well, maybe we can send our young adults there and they can stay there for like, you know, a few week, a few weekdays, get uh, acclimated to that environment and kind of learn how their clubhouse functions and does things there. And then they come back and share all their cool, you know, ideas and everything they learned here. I really mm -hmm. think that would be an awesome thing that um, would I would want to implement given those resources. Yeah, for sure. And I also like I also think that it helps like sh um, mold them into a better version of themselves of mm -hmm. like how they envision themselves. Like okay, and also gets them excited to be like okay, if I am going to go on this young adult exchange how do i want to present myself exactly how am i going to <clears throat> communicate myself to others you know and so you got to start thinking about how to, your hygiene you know your um your habits and your routine and all that kind of stuff to become a adult you exactly. know yeah and so i think yeah i think that idea that idea itself is great and like it'll just i mean shoot i'm, I'm down to go to new york and we're like <laughs> You yeah, know, you Utah know, it'd be, like it'd, be it, it'd be a, a great incentive to, you know, um, really brag about that kind of thing within your young adult program. Oh, for sure. um, and I think that would really draw a crowd too to for people to want to be a part of that program. Obviously, there might be some criteria that mm -hmm. you'd have to do in order to, you know, be considered to go to these different places and stuff and, and your time given with the clubhouse and, and the, what you give to the program. But I think it, it'd be, again, an awesome, awesome thing to implement and and bring to our program for sure yeah cool so switching gears again um with this new year coming up mm. um obviously everyone has goals uh what are your goals for uh the future of this pro uh, of this program yeah so um that's the thing about the young adult program is you know it's always evolving just based off of the demands of young adults and young adults are always evolving um one of our goals that we have in mind that we've spoken with our young adults actually today um, was for 2024, we really want to do like a young adult kickoff, you know, so where we're doing a lot of heavy reach out to, you know, other organizations that have young adult programs, other schools, mm -hmm. um, 
you know, just different um, community partners to let them know what we what we do and who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important. Um, another thing that we really want to do is to really increase our fundraising. Um, we have some fundraising goals and plans um, that we're going to start this month, and hopefully they trickle down into next year and 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 continue down the line to help fund again for resources and and for different outings. Yeah, cool. Well, wish you the all the best in that and Thank like you. i know yeah. it's not it's for sure not going to be easy but yeah we're working on it we're working on yeah, it we're it's, working it's on a it. slow growth slow grind but mm-hmm. uh we're here Definitely, um yeah yeah so what um what advice would you give uh to all the young adults out there and like given your uh your own school and and, and work experience Yeah. um, One of the biggest things that I think that I've seen from our program and I can, you know, it it can serve as advice for those out there who might be interested in joining um, is that it's a beautiful thing to be able to see these connections kind of just manifest like naturally Mm. um, in a given space when we have like our meetings and stuff. Um, And really just highlight that, you know, even though you are given a mental health diagnosis that it doesn't necessarily make who you are it doesn't define you Mm -hmm. um you know there's still ways that you can combat it and go about um and and have in coming to safe places like a young adult program like we have to be able to connect in a safe environment with other people and have that sense of family and community and and belonging in that kind of safe space um i think it's a great um opportunity to kind of highlight and showcase that for Mm. people who are out there who might be interested in joining beautiful well, um, cool. Before we wrap this up, Manny, do you have any uh, last words out there for people or yeah, just anything um, you want to say? Yeah, you know, uh, definitely come check us out. Come check out the Young Adult Program. Um, we would love all all and everyone's support. Um, you know, our program grows and will grow with the participation of our members. And, you know, the sky's the limit, I think. And I think it, it'll be a really great thing to have people come in and really, you know, give their input on what they want from the program and how uh, it can benefit them. And let's make it happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me today. Yeah. Let's make it happen, Captain. Yeah. Shoot. Well, thank you, Manny, again for uh, coming onto the show and yeah, of course shedding light on the, uh, or not shedding light, but uh, talking about the Young Adult Program mm-hmm. and uh, your future goals and just what you envision. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I just want to welcome Trent Kemp. He's been a longtime member of the clubhouse since 2012. During this part of the episode, we want to get his testimony on how the Young Adults program has impacted his life positively. Young Adults is uh, a favorite thing of mine on a weekly basis um, because if you think about it, you never really realized that at the beginning of this organization, even though I've always been a young adult my existence throughout it, I never really knew that I could participate in the Young Adults program until a certain age in my life, which I still even exactly remember because it kind of just hit me one day that this was an option. So um, I guess you could just say one day I was, you know, minding my business at the clubhouse and I heard something about how on Fridays there was a Young Adults option. And it kind of hit me that like, oh, like you don't, you don't have to just like, you know, find your way amongst like all of the different kinds of adults. Like there's a certain group just for you. And I was like, wow. So I might as well be here while I can. And, I'm 31 now. I've been here since uh, my, obviously, well, I was 20 years old, but that means basically since my 20s, definitely since my 20s. Um, so if you think about it, like the, I would say at most 11 plus years I've had in young adults has been like 
just just it's just giving me the feeling of like camaraderie and people who definitely know what I know about life and it, it feels like a, a greater sense of like equality among your friends and your peers than just the average person here. Thank you, Trent. And that has concluded our episode for today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you again, Manny, for coming onto the show. Um, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Mm-hmm.